Welcome back to Freaky Friday. It's Terry Roseland and Jody Provocative. Why you say your name like that? If Why I you got a problem? If I say my shit regular, you follow up regular. Like, don't come with the saucy shit. But I'm not regular. This is why y'all be saying I want me in the lead, and then y'all do shit like this. I zig. Nigga, what? I'm zigging, you zagging. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell them the topic for the day. What the fuck is we talking about today? We talking about sex drive. Oh, that's news to me. We talking about sex drive today, you guys. You didn't know what we were talking about today. I asked you earlier, and, and you never you. confirmed. You said we were talking about matching libidos, and I said, okay, I said cool. we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm prepared to talk okay, about so whatever. Okay, so argue on the podcast. Okay. So listen, today's um, <laughs> episode is going to be about matching libidos, or it's crazy. I didn't know what the fuck a libido was until a few years ago. Um, I used thought to it was a body word. part? Mm, maybe an organ. I used to hear the word <laughs> libido on the little Viagra commercials, but I didn't know they were Viagra commercials because I didn't know what the fuck was going on when I was a kid. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> know didn't what know. a libido was for you to shit, know. I thought this shit was about medicine for real. <laughs> and um, yeah, so matching libidos or sex drive, mm-hmm. and that's what it's about. Yeah. Partners having matching sex drive, which is very, very important. It's your freak hostess, Jody. And you're tuned into provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Cause I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. And that's low-key been, like, a point of discussion in a few of my last situationships. Really? Yes. In what regard? Uh, I'm okay with not having a lot of sex at this point in life. Okay. And yeah. the women have not been? Um, I think they're... I don't think it's so much that they have to have more sex. I think that they're not used to a nigga not having to have a lot of sex, so they feel insecure about the fact that I want to fuck them all the time. But not that I don't want to fuck them. I don't mind fucking them all the time, but I don't need to have sex enough to be initiating sex all the time. Like, I'm going to initiate sex when I want to have sex. If you initiate sex, we have sex every time you initiate sex. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with having sex a lot. But, but also, a lot of women to. are not secure enough to want to initiate sex. So that's a whole nother issue as yeah. well. Especially if they waiting on you to initiate some shit, bitch, you're going to be waiting. Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, so I think my, my sex drive changed drastically in the last few years. Um, I used to definitely be a nigga who I wanted to fuck every time I saw you. Mm-hmm. And now I'm more so like, I'd rather have very intense, passionate sex than regular sex. Right. You can't have intense, passionate sex every day. And not, this shit not burn out. So if we gonna have sex twice a week, that's cool, but... I also like to do shit in between time. Like I might be texting you some some sex shit one day. I might give you a massage the next day. I might finger you the day after that. And the fourth day I might fuck you. So it's like we building the sexual tension to make mm-hmm. the sex more intense when it happens versus like we just fucking get nuts off every day. I'm cool on that. I could beat my dick for that. I don't I, I don't need to do that. 
Facts, facts. Yeah. And also, I think when you get into like how often, because people ask this conversation often, like how 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 much sex should you be having in a week, or what's like a healthy yeah, amount of like question. it's it is a very crazy question, and it's a crazy question because of this idea that first of all, y'all have different sex drives, y'all mm-hmm. gonna have different libidos, y'all gonna have a different you know like a uh, yearning and desire for sex depending on yeah. where you are just in your life at that moment right like it's other things that impact your sex drive when it comes to like you know where are you mentally right like are you in a space where it's like all right that's something that it's like you're craving or you like no i'm so focused on this other shit that i got going on that i'm not thinking about sex right now or you know like for men like maybe there's a change in your testosterone level Mm-hmm. Based on like, you know, it could be your diet. It could be anything. Right. And testosterone is directly tied to sex drive. So yeah. if you have a. If you act like a bitch, your sex drive going to drop. And you said your testosterone. So your sex drive can decrease if your testosterone yeah. decreases. Yeah, you act like, like a bitch. That, that, that should be niggas' motivation to act like a bitch. Oh my god! Um, also, uh, I will say this as well: like an increase in serotonin can lead to a decrease in sex drive. So, serotonin is the happy drug. Like that's mm-hmm. the happy hormone, right? So you could be like feeling all these feelings of like being super, super happy, and it's like, yeah, don't want to fuck because I'm feeling happy in these other ways. I definitely want to fuck when I'm happy and when I'm sad. I be wanting to fuck when I'm sad. Like, it's bad. That's why I know, like, I'm, like, a borderline... Sex addict? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, man. I think, also, it's important for people to have similar sex drives, but I also think that's only half the problem. I think the way that people like to have sex... And I don't want to get into that too much because it's kind of off topic, but, mm-hmm. like, for instance, it's a woman that... Um, I was dating who uh, she wanted to fuck a lot, but she wasn't freaky. Excuse me. She wanted to fuck a lot and do like have Missionary? regular sex. Like, like she wanted to nah, have. Nah, we could do different <laughs> positions, but she didn't want to like. You know, I'm into BDSM. Uh huh. I'm into. So she know, was just super vanilla. Like she was very. She just wanted to have like regular sex, but like when I say a lot, I mean like three, four rounds in a night. Like, why are we doing this again? Yeah, like we just did this. Like this like, exact same thing again. Like you just want to like, keep hearing the same but, song over and over again. No remix. Don't get me wrong. It's different <laughs> positions, and I think that like it's just you know everybody is is kind of limited to their experience. So like for me, yeah, we can try a ton of different positions, and that might be like that might feel like we just had a whole lot of different type of sex to you. Uh-huh. But it's so much other shit. That we, we can do outside of just having regular sex. If we're going to do this shit three, four times in the night, we could do it three, four different ways. Facts. Instead of just fucking in different positions all night. Like, mm. And for me, that was like exhausting. I'm like, I'm kind of cool. That's crazy. Like, I don't got to do this too often. Like, I'm kind of cool. And yeah. I think maybe I done had so much pussy that it's just like... <laughs> Y'all hoes ain't doing no new tricks. That's what it's gonna come down to. Listen, man. Like y'all hoes ain't doing no new tricks. And like I and it helps though, because I'm I'm a lot more sexually disciplined. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I I credit that a lot to therapy and to myself and doing certain work, doing sex fast and shit like that. But some of it is also like 
I know exactly how this gonna go. Even if the pussy's great, I've been here so many times <laughs> that I'm not in a rush to get here. Well, and what's gonna come with this pussy? I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant right now. And like, what's gonna come with this pussy? Like the ex- your expectations that you gonna have just because we had sex, even though we didn't agree on any of these expectations. Now I'm expecting to meet these expectations because we fucked and I'm not going to meet them. And then you're not going to like me no more. And we're going to end up just being <laughs> friends. So I know where this shit going to go. So we don't have to rush to fuck because it's really right. We really rush into the end of this situation shit. That's what we really rush into. <laughs> like, the faster we fuck, the faster this shit's going to be over. Because you're going to want more. I'm not going to give it to you. And then we guys going to be a wrap. Okay, I I want to talk a little bit about the law of diminishing return because it's my okay. favorite law. So the more that you engage in something like mm-hmm. repeatedly, the less you're going to feel gratification from it, right? So for example, imagine like the first time, I think I'll give y'all an example, my own example. It's a food example. I remember the first time I had an Italian beef on garlic bread. That okay. shit was amazing. Like super happy. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing garlicky, buttery meat in my mouth. Amazing, right? Then I was like, it's so good today that I want to have it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I did. I had it again tomorrow. And it was like, all right, it's still really good. But it's not quite the same as that very first time because I knew what to expect, right? Mm -hmm. The third time I had it, I was like, I don't need this shit again for like six months. You know what it sounds like? Freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year of college. Like your freshman year is like, it like we always talk about SIU like oh oh eight was the most lit time and this year was the most lit time. Everybody feels like it could have been you could go to SIU right now and be it'd be dry as fuck. The freshmen, they're having a fucking ball. Exactly. This is the best time of their life. <laughs> but regardless of what area you go to college, your freshman year is gonna be lit as fuck. By the time you're senior, you're ready to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and the only thing that's old. and the only thing that will make it better is if something is different about it, right? So So you put a churro on your uh <laughs> you made it Mexican. <laughs> Put Tabasco sauce on it. Jerk sauce. Um. <laughs> now you're Jamaican. You do, you do the Mexicans bad though. What? You do though. You don't represent. First of all, you don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. No. I do think I might, you know, blackify a lot of Mexican shit. You don't even sure. hang with them. Start there. <laughs> Shut up. We are not here to talk about okay. my motherfucking heritage. Heritage. The fuck? Okay. Especially considering the fact that I was, my grandma only dated black guys. So that's not really like, it started with her. It's really her fault. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, um, back to a uh, sex drive, right? So we talk about compatibility a lot in other aspects, but I feel like people aren't having the conversation about sexual compatibility enough. Mm -hmm. And of course, libido is a huge aspect of that. Mm -hmm. So I think people want to say like, oh no, you know, sex isn't that important when it comes to a relationship. Like if you ask somebody like, what's the most important things when it comes to a relationship? Like what's your top three, whatever. Men more likely than women will put sex in those top three Mm -hmm. and women won't. But then you get in a situation where you waiting on a guy to initiate sex with you. And then you like, well, you know, it, it could be a situation like in your case, you don't have to have sex that much. So now you feel some type of way because sex is not being had because you expecting a certain type of 
like, I guess, uh, you're expecting your appetite to be fulfilled in a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the more that we have these conversations around, like, all right, this is my sexual appetite, like, and Mm -hmm. being honest about it. Because also... You can't say like, all right, cool. I want you to come to, as a woman, I want you to come to me for all of your sexual needs, mm. right? But my libido is down here and yours is up here. And we supposed to make that shit work. Like mm. that don't make no sense. Like I think in the same way you should like date people and like, you know, they kind of are where you are mentally, even if y'all don't think the exact same. The same thing goes when it comes to sex. Like you have to, you can't be with somebody that's totally opposite. When mm-hmm. it comes to like what you enjoy sexually, that makes sense. Um, do you think? Well, I I say all the time as a woman, sex is like high on my list because I feel like, shocker. and I, huh? Shocker, shocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sex is high on my list because I feel like everything else we can work on. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know if like. I'm not saying people should think like that, but I also feel like y'all cannot act like sex is not important to the dynamic of the relationship. Because a lot of people be in situations they're not supposed to be in just because of sex anyway. So imagine if you was in a relationship, you like you was in a, you had a, someone that actually checked off all of those things, and the sex was amazing. Like you're not going anywhere. Yeah, I think if I think it would be a way worse situation. If a nigga, cause like when you say like you position sex at the top and everything else can be worked out, I think that's a way worse situation. If a nigga is great at sex and hard at and terrible at managing emotions and you trying to work that out, versus a nigga is great at managing emotions and terrible at sex, I think that situation is gonna be less traumatic for one. Yeah, um, I'm not mad at that. I don't think either situation is gonna work. <laughs> I think that you're gonna leave this one less traumatized. So <laughs> I don't know if that's like <laughs> uh, beneficial to people. But I mean, everybody had a different priorities and I think it's important to know yourself and know like what your non-negotiables are through the door and what you are willing to deal with and work out. And I think, you know, you'll be straight, but yeah, ain't no wrong with sex being high up there. Yeah. But also what I'll say when it comes to sex is, you know, how do you like when putting sex in that, you know, top kind of like this is a priority for me. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, all right, we're having sex because mm-hmm. that's not a thing too. like as Y'all much as sex. Y'all making sex. Yeah, we making sex. Mm-hmm. It's the it's a difference between having sex and making sex. We are creating sex right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's more magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't you don't feel like, all right, it's been like a sex session where you was like, damn, that mm-hmm. was just like that was different. Like the energy was different. Like Yeah, that happens for sure. Yeah. Um, like I know when I had sex with somebody with like I've had sex with this person, where it's like, nah, we be making it. Like we invented that shit over yeah. here. Yeah, and for me, like, is is is, however it may sound, it got to be emotional mm-hmm. for me to have that. Like this, this felt amazing. Like it mm-hmm. got to be emotional, and I don't know if that's because, like I said, getting older and having a, a lot of different experiences. Like the physical shit, it can be great, but it I don't think nothing gonna wow me at mm-hmm. this point. So it got to be like I just feel super connected to this person. And mm-hmm. we just had this moment or whatever like that. And it feels special. I agree with that. Um, What do you think? This is a, it's, it's dumb for me to even ask this this way. Because I'm just going to say what I, got I think. I a dumb answer for you. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's say the dumb shit to get the people going. Right. People hate, like, people hate us both. 
They just start hating me this week. They'll be back. They'll be back. Some hoes always come back. Yeah, they still hate me. They hate me even when I'm damn. I can't win. Yep. Um. So I want to provide people with solutions to like. We what, like solutions. Yeah, I like solutions too. Mm-hmm. Um, things that you can do. Of course, if you feel like. First of all, it's important to have conversations, right? It's important to communicate what your sexual appetite is. Mm -hmm. It's important to be honest about what that is, right? Because your sexual appetite is yours. It has nothing to do with your partner necessarily. Like, they have a totally separate sexual appetite. If both of y'all have, like, an appetite where you can feed each other, then great. But there might be a gap. So what happens in those cases where there's a gap? Um, I personally tell people that, all right, if you know that you're, as a woman, as a woman, if your sexual appetite is higher than your guys, masturbate. Like, easy way to get yourself out the way. And then also, like, you know, when it's time to incorporate your partner, then you can do that. Um, I do think it's. It's crazy when you try to, like, self-pleasure yourself and then, like, what you got, like, a partner where it's, like, they feel some type of way about this self-pleasure. So, mm-hmm. I know that can be an issue sometimes. Like, some people run into that. Like, I've heard, you know, I've actually, matter of fact, that I'm thinking about it, it was a guy that, um, and I only had sex with him once and I wasn't going back. And the reason that I wasn't going back was because of his, like, the way he thought about, like, incorporating sex toys. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a problem with me using sex toys, then this ain't going to work. Like, I know mm-hmm. it's not going to work because I'm not going to stop using sex toys. Like, it helps feed my appetite, which is up here. Like, if we just got done fucking and I'm not finished, I'm not going to make you feel bad. Like, all right, roll over. I'm going to, like, finish myself and it's cool. Like, it's not a problem. But you're not going to make me feel bad because I want to finish. Yeah, a nigga gonna feel inadequate though. That's just like if we finish fucking, I go in the bathroom and beat off, or if I lay next to you and beat off, you are gonna feel inadequate, hundred percent. Um, but you shouldn't because we have different appetites. It would be different if we had appetites that work together. I think the together. whole point is to satisfy the appetite, right? Uh, regardless if your appetite is higher than mine, if I'm a pleaser, which we all should be, mm-hmm. the goal is to satisfy your appetite, regardless of mine. Like I've probably been wanting to stop doing this, but. You said keep going, stay right there, keep hitting that same spot. And because Tahoe said this shit the other day, and it was the realest shit ever. Y'all be coming the whole time. So, like the whole time, it's like, I'm, y- no, y'all be finna come the, the whole, whole fucking time. Okay. Like the whole time. It's and finna it's just happen. Like, when? Did you when come and not tell me? And now you finna come again? Because now I feel cheated and disrespected because we could have stopped <laughs> doing this shit. Y'all be why is y'all laughing? Y'all be doing because that? it's not it the same. It's not the same, and the reason that it's not the same is because of the like it's the like all right. So the amount of time it takes for a guy to all right when y'all come, y'all need like a little bit of time to get back to all right. It cool. depends. Yeah, I said a little bit of time. There still needs to be a space. Like you not to be. I can nut and go right back in. Instantly? Like, I can... If I don't nut in you... Like, if I nut in you, I'm dead. If I nut off head, it's good night. Like, I'm not even <laughs> awake anymore. But if I pull out and nut, like, just freely, my dick don't get soft. 
okay, but that's still a small gap of a small window. Oh, like five seconds. Don't matter. It's okay, still go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. a gap. It's still a gap. Meanwhile, oh, like in not all women, because again, people have different sex drives, but there are a lot of women where no, like I can't. I could just keep going. Like mm-hmm. there, there's no like, there's meant like almost non-existent. You know, like I mm-hmm. don't have to do anything to keep going. Like you could just keep going. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, and I think that if that is the case, I'm all for pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. So okay, but again, like I said, if you have a t- issue with toys whatsoever then you're like, if this is a person that doesn't want their partner to use toys, but they are also not helping them finish either. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Just sit here sexually deprived like a motherfucker? Like my apple, I'm hungry, nigga. You're supposed to talk. Talk. Talk to your partner and figure it out. Ain't that right? I said that communication is key. I don't know. Like, I said maybe, that. Maybe, maybe you should do the masturbating before y'all have sex. I said I love a good pregame. Okay. So don't just not after. It could be before and after. Why not after? I just told you. Why are you going to make your partner feel inadequate? Am I? Is that a personal yes. Problem? I don't know. There's, there's I, no such thing as a personal problem in a relationship. I will say. Ooh. No. <laughs> I will Bars. say this. I have gotten good feedback. I have been cool because the like like it's it's been situations where I the motherfucker that's just what it was and they understand that with the type of person that I am and the appetite that I have like if I pull out a toy it has nothing to do with you. We're not comparing apples to grapes. Like I like them both. I I, I thoroughly understand what you're saying. 100%. <laughs> And if you find a nigga that's cool with that, then I'm just letting you know that 99% of niggas are going to feel inadequate if you do that. 99% of women, if I fuck them and they come and I lay there and beat my dick next to them, they're going to feel inadequate. <laughs> like, that's just, a, it's not even gender specific. Like, they're going to feel inadequate. And it's crazy because I, I dated a woman, the last girl, I shouldn't say that. I dated this woman, right? <laughs> like, and... Very high sex drive. We both well at times. It was attached to her emotions. So if she was mm-hmm. happy. She wants to fuck all day. If she if she wasn't feeling me, it was like nigga, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Like shit, I hated it. But when it was on, it was on. And regardless of the fact, she would come. Like it was just so easy to make her come. Like mm-hmm. her and, and specifically. And um, but when she came, it was a tap out. It was like a don't touch me for fifteen minutes. Like it's no. She gonna come and I can keep going. It's like as soon as she come, it go from like this peak of enjoyment to like, like get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. But I didn't come yet. But we're done. Like I feel like that's so it was that situation. But it's like I'm still not gonna beat my dick next to you. It was like and she wasn't gonna suck your dick either. Nah, that's what it ended up turning into. But... Yeah, because like again, like I, what I this is what I'm saying. If you are not doing what you need to do for your partner Mm -hmm. to also get there, knowing that your appetite is less, right? It should not be an issue with them having something supplemental. You can say it should not be an issue. And you can have something supplemental. Not while they're not after y'all have sex. You can't do that. Like you can't you can't make your partner feel inadequate. It's not okay. 
Like it's just not, G. Like you can talk about this sex drive shit, whatever, but you if you sit there and masturbate after your nigga just finished fucking you, he's gonna feel like that. You can't do that. Like, like you can't do that, G. Even if you want a bathroom, he know what's going on. You just can't do that. Like, y'all gotta work something else out. If he ain't eating your pussy, or if y'all like you come, you try to he try to make you come first, or if he can't, whatever. Maybe y'all just don't need to be together. That might be the solution. But like you gonna man, hell no. Nah. That nigga gonna feel this fucking small, and that shit gonna show in other parts of your relationship. I don't make a nigga feel inadequate if you want to. Watch, I mean, and it, like this nigga mean as fuck. All of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> niggas get mean when they don't feel like that. Just like when a nigga broke and he get mean as fuck. When niggas feel inadequate, they're very mean. Well, I think that is crazy, but like I said, in my experience, it has not gone bad. I've, I, in my experience, this is this is the response that I typically get. Right mm-hmm. while I'm masturbating, a guy will literally like put his face like right there and like start fingering me or something. Like, all right, mm-hmm. cool, you're helping. Thanks for the assist. I love that. He participating. Um, so he feel like he helped make you come. Yeah, that might make a nigga not feel inadequate. Yeah. Like he's participating and he, he feel like he's going to take some of the credit from the rose or whatever the fuck he uses. Yeah. Um, another response I received was, while I'm using it, he got back hard and then went back in. Mm-hmm. Good. Like, I have I have not received this. Like like I said, the own, that one situation where that person was completely opposed to toys whatsoever, it's like, all right, you don't give a damn what happens. Like, mm-hmm. in, in terms of like... My sexual gratification. Mm -hmm. And that is the point that I'm making, right? Mm -hmm. Because if it's okay to have different sex drives, you can still pleasure your partner and help them with the sexual experience without actual penetration. Yeah. Um, And that's a different conversation. You just have to be open to the possibilities of what that might look like. Again, it might look like, all right, well, shit, I came, but I know you're not finished, so what can we do so that we are done having sex? Because saying like, oh, well, you came, and now I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck I'm going to do? Like, that's crazy to me. Like, Mm -hmm. and like you said, we all should be pleasers. We should want to please our partner. But if you feel like you don't want to please your partner, then you need to rethink why you having sex to fucking begin with? Like you can go masturbate if all you care about is your own pleasure. Mm-hmm. So I agree. yeah, that's the that's the point I was making. Agreed, agreed. Um, but also there are things that you can do to increase your libido if you want like because what? um you can change your diet because what they supposed to be eating. Um, you can like cut back on like sugar and shit like that and eat more Aww. fruits and vegetables. So, Bummer. Yeah, like that's, like, that's a key a lot of, fucking thing. A lot of a lot of fructose can decrease your sex drive. You can cut back on your diabetes, your cancer, raise, raise your libido. Yeah. Ain't like that's the answer to everything health wise. Cut back on the sugar, fruits and vegetables, guys. Uh-huh. Damn near. Um I I've, I've heard gonna smell better too, baby. Yeah, facts. Um Sebe. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> say oh, bae say bae. <laughs> what <laughs> um but uh yeah uh you guys can uh take a look at your diet if you re- and also libidos change over time so you might coming to a year where for whatever reason your sex drive didn't just shot up but mm. it might be because like you working out more you eating healthier mm. you're taking better care of your body so now your body has more of a sexual appetite 
as opposed to um, people that are just like, oh, you know, kind of like. Tangeray gets you horny too. <laughs> yeah. And if you mix the hypnotic with the Hennessy. Make way, make a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you make it to the pussy, you might pass the fuck out. Gonna pass. <laughs> Gonna... <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Alcohol could have a terrible effect on sex, though. Like, it's a, it's a fine, fine line because mm. motherfuckers be giving out whack drunk dick. I I had a, a point in life which this might sound weird and crazy. And I, maybe another nigga out there somewhere in this weird weird world we live in could <laughs> relate. Uh, cosign this. I used to go out and meet women that were attractive and flirt with them mm-hmm. and like get turned on by that and go home and fuck my bitch. Like fuck the shit out of her though. And I wasn't necessarily thinking about the bitch I met, but it was just something about when I was single, this night would end in me taking one of these bitches home. Yeah. But I'm just going to come home and fuck you. And I would never tell her that because I don't know if that sounds like crazy or not. But that shit used to have my libido and sex drive like through the roof. Okay. I'll say this. Um, y'all going to hate me for this. Saying this. The bitch is going to hate me. A lot of niggas might hate me too. But the bitches for sure are going to hate me. Women, y'all going to hate me. But I'm used to it. Right. The easiest way to excite a man is to incorporate a new coochie. Because it's new. It's not about it being good. It's about it being new. It's like a kid at the candy store. So. Don't try to simplify us like that. The fuck? They're kids at the fucking candy store. (laughs) I've turned down threesomes multiple times. Right. And I'm not saying a threesome necessarily. Like, it could literally, like, think about... You can incorporate. You can incorporate coochie. I'm talking about three, two threesomes this year. You can, you can incorporate coochie in different ways, right? Not mm-hmm. saying it has to be a threesome because if you don't want to have a threesome, I by all means, please do not have a threesome to try to keep a man. However, it could be mm-hmm. something like, all right, y'all go to a bar and y'all both like, all right, I want you to go. We gonna act like strangers at the bar and we gonna go flirt with other people and then we gonna come back and secretly fuck the shit out of each other at the end of the night the excitement of something new, the possibility of something new. That's why role play could be an interesting tool to keeping your back pocket type shit. But also it could be like, all right, maybe you went to the strip club with your nigga. If he likes strippers and shit like that. All right, babe, look, look at that fat ass over there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did you see shorty? Whatever, whatever. Now you have him fantasizing in all of the, you know, like the, the possibilities of Poss- this this possible new coochie that he not gonna have, he's still gonna be like, damn, that shit was exciting. I'm gonna go fuck my bitch. So even if it's not incorporating an actual new coochie, it's the thought of new coochie. The thought of new pussy. Yeah. Maybe this should be the name of this episode. The, th- the thought of new pussy. Yeah. Like, and that's why I also getting back into role playing. A lot of people like role playing because my bitch look different. She talking different. Mm. She acting different. The coochie mm. not different, but I think it's like, it's some different shit going on right here. That's exciting. Mm. That's new. It's refreshing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
know. But there are study there are studies that literally show that the easiest way to you know like a guy could literally like he could be fucking his bitch like look I love you bitch I'm fucking you. He's going to get super excited if a new bitch walk in there and he's thinking about fucking her as opposed to a round two with you. But it has nothing to do with you. It's just the excitement. Like, it's just the it's it's the response of it. Like, it does not mean that something wrong with your coochie. It don't mean that something is wrong with the sex that y'all have. That's just how men are wired. New pussy excites them. New pussy is exciting. And also, like, remember, and that's that's one thing that's different between men and women, too, because I know at on a previous episode, we talked about this new pussy or reliable pussy, and you said new pussy. New pussy. Every time. Every time. Versus a woman, reliable dick. I don't, ha- like, it ain't no new dick. Like New car, reliable car. No, like, if I new know car. that this shit's smacking over here, I'll... I'm good. I know what it's like over here. I know I like it over here. Yeah. It's not the same with me. Yeah, good pussy kind of interchangeable. Like, most pussy is good. It's <clears throat> not a lot of pussy that's not good out here. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk, we, I think we talk, we like to talk shit about pussy and women and shit, but it, it, don't get me wrong, it's a pussy that's not good out here, but it's not a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you fuck a new chick, nine times out of ten, she's gonna have some pretty good pussy. Now, you have extraordinary pussy. It's not a lot of that out here. Mm-hmm. But, so like eighty percent. So like, is, good. is it like that eighty twenty shit where it's like eighty percent is like, hmm, then you run into like, all right, now this bitch got some extraordinary shit between. You probably got ten percent bad, ten percent crazy, <laughs> and then everything else is in the middle. But the middle is good though. Uh huh. Like average pussy ain't really average. It's like good. Uh huh. Yeah. I love that for y'all, cause. But it's kind of bad for y'all, cause it's, it's kind of interchangeable. It's like, oh, yeah. my, I got fire pussy. It's like, who don't, bitch? <laughs> like, like, okay, like. <laughs> y'all, y'all got good pussy. What are, we, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> like it ain't too many of y'all who don't. Like what are we talking about? Oh, that's funny as hell. So I kind of, I guess it make, I guess it make it average. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah if the average is good, then the average is just the good is average. Yeah, like there you go. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. I will say this. I don't run into like y'all can't suck dick for shit though. I will say that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's talk about it. It's terrible. That's not what the episode is about. But we you could make another episode about how bad y'all are sucking dick. That could be the next episode. That's probably this why niggas be outside like their the... race. I never fucked no bit no bitch outside my race. I probably never will. But uh yeah. That's probably yeah. where the dick suckers are. Yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> you're funny as fuck. You are funny as fuck. But I will this is what I'll say, but we can also, you know, this could be the next episode. I think that for years, the idea of fellatio within the black community, and there are studies on this, so when we had that episode, I'll talk about it as well. Studies. But black women view head as something where it's like, it's like sacred and coveted, right? So it's like, no, you got to be my boyfriend, or no, we have to have this type of bond, whatever, whatever. Versus white bitches that is like- The bitches getting them reps in. They getting them reps in. Oh God. They sucking dick and ain't fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Versus yeah. us was like, no, like I'll give you some pussy, but no, I can't put my mouth on your dick. Like, so we literally like, that's why even like, you know, uh, like it's the joke where it's like a nigga be like, oh, well, did you fuck him? Did you suck his dick? The moment she say, yes, you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the yeah, way we're socialized true. in a black community to feel that way. Because if I tell you like, 
well, I didn't give him no pussy, but I sucked his dick. You're going to be like, bitch, what? You did what? Yeah, you, you submitted to him. You bowed down and got on your knees and sucked that nigga dick. I wasn't on my knees. Whatever the fuck you was <laughs> but, but either way, I think that... <laughs> I think that gets into the socialization of how we uh, express ourselves social, um, sexually. And I think that is an important part of the sex conversation as well. That's where you get into like, all right, bitches are doing this or bitches are doing that. It's a lot of pillow princess, princesses out here that's like, well, nah, you should just be cool with me opening up my, you know, opening up my legs. You got to fuck, right? And then you have a lot of those versus like a bitch was like, no, I actually enjoy sex. So I want to do more. I want to learn more. I want to, you know, you have those uh, types of women as well. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that's a whole nother episode on the women that can't suck dick. Cause I'm pretty sure there was a point in my life where I couldn't suck dick. Pretty sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. Those days before you sucked it. What the yeah, fuck? Like, of course it was a No, like I'm saying like I don't know. I feel like when I You say even when you started you were bad. Yeah, that's why like I'm, anything. I was a no, bad podcaster. Not, I was no, I don't think like anything. Cause sometimes you can do something on the first shot and be like, damn, you're good at this naturally. Some people have a natural knack for things. Like I you feel like once I got a natural dick suckers, what you saying? I feel like once I realized I was good with my mouth, I was good with my mouth because when I ate pussy for the first time, the feedback was immaculate. I, I so, think that, I think the whole idea of like women eat women pussy better is capped though. I don't think that either. I never said that. I yeah. definitely do not think that women eat pussy better than men. I'm saying the first time I ate pussy, I'm not I saying ate that you're saying that. I'm just saying like, I, do, I do think that is cat. What you think? You think women eat pussy better? No, I wouldn't know. She, no, she yeah, yeah. Like I don't like me personally. And I talked about this before. I talked about this before. I hit like I was. I had a threesome situation where the guy and a girl like both ate my pussy, and they said we're have we're intentionally having a pussy eating contest with you. Yeah. Tell us who's the best. Yep, and yep, I was yep. like, oh, lucky me. And the situation was just like, all right, he, I, and I was honest about it. She was like, who ate it better? And I was like, him. Yeah, I think we get more reps in with eating the pussy. And the logic is just bad logic because, like, if y'all saying, like, oh, you know, we eat pussy better because we got a pussy, by that logic, what do that say about men? I'm not even going <laughs> to say that out loud. dick better. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even saying that. <laughs> Oh man, um, that's funny. Um, that's been Freaky Friday. You guys don't know what you want to say? No, I ain't got nothing else I want to say. Um, it's I mean, shit, we got a couple more Fridays. Y'all might get a couple. The camera not even on me. Um, we got a couple more Fridays coming up. Y'all gonna get a couple more reps in. It's <laughs> Freaky Friday, shit. Um, I will say that. Uh, yeah. In terms of the provocative world, I have some uh, new ebooks that are available. The link is in my bio. Um, my throat choreography class is going to be virtual, so you can watch it in the comfort of your home. Uh, you don't have to wait for me to do a class in person. Unless you want to come to the in-person class. Um, in 2024, you will see way more sex classes from me. Everything ranging from my signature throat choreography class <gasps> to... Throat choreography is crazy. You gonna teach a bitch throat how to dance? Yeah. 
Two step. Yeah. Crump. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, she's gonna jazz dance with her throat on that dick. So, yeah, jazz dance on that dick. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm out here teaching the bitches how to jazz dance with their throat on a dick. And uh, in addition to that, uh, I'm going to be doing like rope classes, role play, um, uh, and some more stuff. I'm cooking up some stuff for y'all. Um, every class that I do, there will be a ebook or a tutorial guide. If you are subscribing to my Patreon, you damn near get all this shit for the low, if not free, because I'll be dropping different stuff in the Patreon on a monthly basis for you guys. So yes, pay Patreons only, of course. Um, and yeah, I might sneak in a super low-key play party this month. Mm. So, yeah. I know it's going to sell out fast. That's why I'm like, Ugh. So, yeah. That's it. That's what I got on the provocative tip. Well, on the Terry Rosen tip, we're doing rebranding. So, um, everything's going to be changing. The name of the podcast will be changing. Uh, the way we deliver the podcast is going to be changing. The apps y'all going to be able to watch it on is going to be changing. Um, Facts. I mean, well, the way you're able to watch it on the apps you watch it on is going to be changing. Right. Big surprise is coming, man. Yes. Um, A lot of rebrand shit. The show going to be different. It's going to be better. And uh, I'm going to be better and you're going to be better. And Yeah. 2024. That's it. We out. Bye. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative, and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. P-R-H-O-E-V-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Yeah. What the fuck? 